Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here at KSL, we are committed to honoring the class of 2020. Every day I'm reminded of what a heartbreak it must be. I, when we do this segment, I think back to my own high school experience. I remember all the fun that I had. I remember all the memories that I formed with my good friends, uh, people I remain in contact with today. In fact, it was uh, stories from my senior trip. I was just last night texting back and forth with some of my fellow classmates. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. Senior year was a little while ago. I was finally free along with the class of 2003. <laughs> That's what we said back then. And it was a wonderful traditional time for us. We went through all the pageantry associated with senior year. And so when I heard uh, in our effort to combat this coronavirus and maintain our safety that the announcement was that senior year was going to be canceled for the class of 2020, at least in the traditional sense. It broke my heart, and uh, I was quickly on board with this effort here at KSL News Radio to honor the class of 2020. We have spoken to coaches, we've spoken to students, uh, and those conversations will continue today. In fact, uh, it was earlier this morning I had a conversation with a, a good friend of mine. She is a math teacher at East High School, assistant softball coach, a mother, someone who has dedicated her life to the caring and teaching of students. That is Miss Brenda Crock, a good friend of mine. In fact, I consider her one of uh, Piper's honorary aunts. And that's quite an honor because I love my daughter very much. I asked her first off as we spoke this morning about how, how things were going in this era of the coronavirus. I asked her first what has been uh, the biggest impact on her teaching and her life. Through that senioritis uh, on their own, you know, from high school seniors to college seniors. I had a college senior this year. So senioritis plays a big role whether you're in a pandemic or not. And so trying to navigate that uh, independent learning motivation on your own, I can imagine has been huge. I asked her how to combat senioritis. Constant communication with them, constant checking in, but that's, that's part of the problem on the teacher's end too, is because, um, you know, we can't just text them on their personal cell phones or, you know, things like that. So we will reach out to them, but then our hours are, are different. Um, I don't know if you've had m many teenagers in your life, but, when they're free to run their own hours, their hours are more like uh, 1 p.m. to 3 a.m. <laughs> Mine are not the same. I asked Ms. Crock what advice she would give to her own sons should they face this similar situation. Moving forward, like to learn from, from what they've gone through the last you know, couple of months. Like, for example, if you're a high school senior and you're going on to college, um, 
How, how did online learning work for you? You know, many universities, colleges have online classes. Did that work for you? Did it not work for you? So be cognizant of that when you're registering for classes. Um, is in-person gonna be better? Is online gonna be better? So that's a huge learning advantage that they got through this pandemic to decide if online learning worked for them or not. Um, the second big piece would be to look at essential workers. What was essential? So, you know, go down which path you're going to choose in case another global pandemic comes. Notice who's working, notice who's essential, et cetera. That was a fascinating point that uh, my friend, the teacher, Ms. Crock, brought up this morning. When you, as a senior this year, are making decisions about what to do next in life on what career trajectory to place yourself, it would be wise of you to look at how this pandemic has impacted the world today. Because if we've learned anything, it's that this can happen, and it can happen again. We're already hearing about a potential second wave later in the year. That doesn't rule out the possibility that in years to come, this will hit us again. So maybe if you have the wisdom of foresight, what decisions do you make? I mentioned that Ms. Croc was a coach. I asked what advice she may have for her athletes. Just to remind them that they can do hard things, right? Like this, this was hard. It was hard for teachers. It's hard for students to find that motivation, um, but they're, they're coming out on the other end. You know, they, they are going to graduate. They're going to move forward. And when they find themselves in a tough position in the future, just to, to remember and reflect on what they went through these last couple of months and that they can persevere, that they can do hard things. Last question I asked him is crack is how teaching has been throughout all this. It, it's hard. Um, you know, and we, we got notice on a Friday afternoon at what, four o'clock that, we're not going to see students on that following Monday and Hey, put everything, you know, put your class online. It was, it's been difficult. Um, luckily I'm technologically savvy and I've been able to work through it, but, um, not without its glitches, you know, for sure. Not without its glitches. So, um, but that's what that's the profession is to, we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure our kids are still learning and are taken care of and, and, you know, all the needs that we would, do if we saw them in person. My thanks to Brenda Crock, friend of mine, math teacher at East High School, also assistant softball coach. Also thanks to Chick-fil-A Utah for proudly supporting the graduating class of 2020. You can download the Chick-fil-A One app today for ordering, drive through or curbside pickup, or delivery. Going to take a break here in just a moment. And when we come back in the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike, we're going to go back over some of the details of a story with which we led the show, and that is the controversies surrounding this Colin Ray concert. In summary, the details are this. It was announced that the mayor of Kaysville, Utah, had given her blessing, Katie Witt had given her blessing to an organization which aimed at bringing Colin Ray to a city park to perform in violation of local health orders. Well, uh, there was some controversy there, and a number of opinions and attitudes were flying back and forth. It's expected tonight that the, the council in Kaysville will vote to denounce the support expressed by the mayor there for this concert. Well, uh, before that vote happened, we learned this morning that there's been a grand shift in things, specifically to uh, Grantsville, that the concert will be moved to Grantsville. 
or just outside of the Grantsville city limits to a private venue. We spoke to the mayor of Grantsville, and we've spoken to others, and we will walk back through those conversations and any of the new details we've picked up throughout the afternoon next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.